The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's going on in the geek world? Good evening, Alan. Uh, Our first story tonight is... Uh, episode 9, Star Wars Episode 9 has begun filming, and J.J. Abrams, Abrams has released that um, Miss Carrie Fisher will be in Episode 9 using unused footage from uh, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Nice. Yeah, I'm a little... Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, it'd be nice to see her, but I don't know. I hope, I hope, I hope those scenes kind of fit with what they're doing with the movie. Um, because remember, they were scenes for The Force Awakens. So, I mean, as of right now, I don't think there's any indication as to what this storyline is going to be about, right? Yeah, I mean, who who knows? I mean, with uh, what's his face blowing up the last movie, right? Be about. Huh? Would you rather have them, you know, do that digital thing like what he did with um, Rogue One? No, I would rather they open with her already, like having passed away between movies. Right. And then just, you know, I think it would have been a good way to, because uh, Lando's coming back, Billy Dee's coming back. Right. Um, Carrie Russell is in it. I think we said all this before. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be great to see Carrie Fisher. It makes sense for her to be in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, well, I'm sure they'll do, they'll do her justice. I'm sure they won't make her look like a fool or make it look like... Uh, like it doesn't fit, you know what I mean? Like, like a jump cut or something like that. Yeah, so. I'm trying. I'm trying to think right now. When have they done something like that before? Oh, Star Wars, right? They kind of like reintroduced Jabba the Hutt with Han. You know that little dialogue there. Oh yeah, the first movie. Yeah, they kind of did something like that. Hmm. Yeah, special editions. Well, we'll see. Yes, sir. All right. Episode nine. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking a little bit more forward to it now that it's in J.J. Abrams' hands. Really? Really? <laughs> I'd be more interested if I find out that they kind of like tie up some of the things they went over in uh, Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. <clears throat> oh, some of the stuff that uh, Ryan Johnson poo pooed. Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting to see if if he's going to take his own take or he, or is he going to try and fix it? You know kind of fix some loose ends that right. that Ryan Johnson did. I mean, if he did that, uh, maybe it would be interesting. If he's going well, along... A, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just, that's one of the major criticisms a lot of people had about The Last Jedi is it doesn't it, it doesn't end like a, a middle part of a trilogy. It ends like the last part of a trilogy. Yeah, it, it <laughs> ended know? like it's done. Yeah, it ends with like, we have hope and they're all in the Millennium Falcon leaving and that could be the end of a movie, you know what I mean? Sure. Because at the end of Star Wars, because they didn't know they were going to make the next two, they were hoping. They didn't know Star Wars was going to make a lot of money, but at the end of A New Hope, you know, they destroyed the Death Star, but the Empire is still around, right. but they get their medals at the end. So you, you leave the theater thinking, oh, the future looks bright for them, you know, not knowing there's going to be a new, new movie coming out. But so this movie ends with, all right, so they have hope. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's the end, because... They answered all the questions, most of the questions posed in uh, A Force Awakens, The Force Awakens, but um, maybe not to a lot of people's satisfaction, but he, Ryan Johnson made the effort to answer a lot of those questions. Yeah, there's really nothing to look forward to, honestly. Yeah, I, I really don't know where it's going. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I read the I read the Star Wars comic books and, and the Poe Dameron book, which I told you is a really good book. Mm-hmm. Uh, they their last few issues have been talking about um, like where where people like Snap Wexley, who was the the kind of the chubby guy that was in Heroes, he was in the Force Awakens. Oh yeah, that was his character, but like why he wasn't in the Last Jedi. So uh, they went on a se- the, you know they went on a separate mission. So the, the comic is now talking about what they were doing while Poe was doing his the Last Jedi stuff. Um, so it's kind of filling in the blanks. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty good stories. So I'm curious to see where where, where they're going to lead with it. Um, cool. Yep. So yeah. episode nine, Carrie Fisher's back. Back. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You got some uh, Transformer news. You got the touch. <clears throat> Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> Uh, the Transformers movie is coming back to theaters for one night only. Uh, September 27th, which is a Thursday, the movie will be hitting 500 theaters in preparation for the new Bumblebee film. And you and I were talking prior to this, I had no idea that this Bumblebee film was going to be, like, it takes place back in 87, which was interesting. Yeah, there's nothing in the movie to make you think that. Um, Not at all. Except, when, except that she does use a cassette. I remember thinking that. I'm like, why does she... She puts a cassette of uh, Never Gonna Give You Up at the end of the trailer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm like, what? That, that's the only thing that got me. Cause I could have sworn until you said that. I'm like, didn't I see a cell phone or something in that movie? Hmm. I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like they, they went out of their way to make the the, the wardrobe 70, uh, 87-ish and stuff like that, you know? Or the <laughs> hairstyles. Is, is this Bumblebee supposed to be part of this current Transformers franchise? Or, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Huh. Okay. Because he's a Volkswagen in this one. Yeah. So what's this going to be like? He gets reburied and then found again by Shia LaBeouf and becomes a... What's it become? Mustang? Uh, Camaro. Charger? Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. And so after reading this article, I'm thinking maybe this is not related at all to the current franchise. It doesn't make any sense then. Yeah, <sighs> anyway, uh, will you be looking forward to this movie in the theaters? No, that movie traumatized me when I saw it in the theaters <laughs> as a child. Right. Within the first 10 minutes, all the classic Autobots get killed. And they get killed violently. Yeah. Like horribly. <laughs> yeah. This was a movie I was excited for, but was, was not happy with when I was done. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You, you go to the movie because you love Optimus and Bumblebee and Prowl and cliff jumper and, and and ratchet you love all and ironhide and you love all these these are the toys you've been playing with these were the ones that were in the cartoon so you go to this movie expect to see a good movie about them and the first 10 minutes are all dead and you're supposed <laughs> to you're supposed to like all these new transformers they're introducing you're like i don't know hot rod who right. is a hot rod yeah or rc yeah or that stupid or the shark the cons or and that movie got really weird too <laughs> it just it just went off the rails this is the movie unicron was a good concept but other than that yeah well, it's going to be remastered, going transferred into high def. So if you're interested in something like that, go to uh, Fathom Events website and book your ticket. There you go. Are they are they are they are they not killing Optimus this time around, or doing a George <laughs> Lucas edit? <laughs> that would be interesting. Right. No, but remember we we did a did we do we did a GI Joe movie cartoon, didn't we? Or we didn't do that yet. I don't remember. I don't know if, I don't know if we did that. Okay. Yeah, because supposedly. We know we did the toys in the comic. Oh, we didn't do the movie, we yeah. Because the movie Duke supposedly dies, but he doesn't. Oh, he totally dies in that movie. What? No, he doesn't. Well, he, he comes di- back at the end of the movie. No, what happens is he died. Well, he was supposed to die, and they just threw one line, and they're like, 
He's in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch the, you know, he, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly dead. But they changed that because of, of the negative feedback they got from killing Optimus. Yeah. God. Jeez. Okay. What you got next? Uh, next, we have Chris Hardwick has been, has been reinstated by AMC <clears throat> to his hosting duties. Um, according to AMC, they did a thorough investigation of the allegations made against Chris Hardwick. They found them to be unsubstantiated. Uh, so they gave him his uh, job back. Let me ask you a question. Do you think what they did was correct in a sense that put him on hold, take him away from Comic-Con, and then say, okay, you're okay, come on back? Or Yeah, I, yeah because I think... You think that's the appropriate way? But yeah, I think in most jobs, when those kind of accusations are, are... Or any kind of accusations, I think, are thrown at you. You get that paid with leave, or what is that? No, suspended with pay, or something like that. Yeah. Until until that, like you know, if a cop does something that they're accused of doing something, they get suspended with with pay as the until the investigation's over, and they either get reinstated or they get in trouble. You know. Yeah. So I think I, I, I think it makes sense. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, the 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 woman that made the accusation, she put up a thing like, I'm just you know kind of glad this is over. I. I wasn't out to get anybody. Um, Bull-ass. But I, but I wanted to tell my story. <laughs> there was this guy. He uh, hosts The Walking Dead, but I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs> Rhymes with uh, Chris Harshwick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Um, yeah, so... Uh, did they do the right thing? I think so. The thing is, there's always going to be people that believe he did it. And there's always going to be people that believe he didn't do it. And, and that's what we're seeing a lot more of. Even with evidence, right. people, there, there's always going to be small fractions with usually big mouths, you know, um, believing one way or the other. Yeah. Regardless of what evidence is shown. So, so I mean, if look, if he didn't do anything to frame Glaze back, you know, if he did do something, then it's a miscarriage of justice. Who knows? Who am I the judge? I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for Chris. I was, I was, frankly, I'm, I'm a little over Chris Hardwick anyway. Um, talking, I stopped watching Talking Dead last season. I'm almost done with Walking Dead. I'm going to see what they do with Andrew Lincoln. Um, but I might be done after this season. Done. I've been done. I'm done. Done. Come yeah, on. I know. <laughs> done. It's dead. All right, cool. Nice to see you again, Chris. That must be really awkward yeah. for him, though, to go back into public. All right. Uh... Yeah, right. Like, hey, hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on? <laughs> yeah, that must be kind of awkward to um, always be like under the spotlight. Yeah, along those lines. What? Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, I would be a little concerned about it too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Or he could just be walking like, I'm vindicated, mother effers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you yeah. know, he might go that route. Yeah. You never know. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, and along those lines, our next story has to do with kind of the same thing. Um, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy have penned an open letter to Disney asking them to rehire James Gunn. Yep. Signed by the whole cast. Yeah, even people that like died in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, uh, you know, in, in all of these people have messed up on Twitter or Instagram or whatever stories we've had recently. Um, 
this seems like the one that most people are, are feeling is a bit in, uh, a bit of an injustice to uh, the person who perpetrated the uh, I don't want to say crimes, but who who did what you know the, the bad tweets. Um, yeah, James Gunn's getting a lot of support. Yeah. Uh, and and the funny thing is, nobody's excusing his tweets, which we've both read some of them, and they're pretty heinous. Um, I th- I think it's because they were unearthed by an uh, some uh, by a, a, a talk show host who's considered alt right. Okay. Uh, so they, they kind of look at it as as he was being targeted and hunted in a way. Okay. Uh, you know because James Gunn was a huge uh, or probably still is a huge proponent of Donald Trump. Especially on Twitter, um, yeah, I, I see their point in saying like he was targeted, um, but he he wrote those tweets, right? You know, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, and then and then I just read a report right before we went on the air. Um, it's a rumor, but it's a rumor that Disney is considering bringing him back. Really? Uh, yeah, which I think is a. I don't know because his tweets dealt with pedophilia and child rape, and you know Disney's bread and butter is children. That didn't sound so, right. But yeah, I get you. If they bring him back, I wonder if people will care enough on the other side of the coin to cause a problem for Disney. You know what I've noticed about this whole story is in all the articles I've read, none of the websites that I, that I read, you know different parts of the story on showed the tweets you know what i mean oh right right like it was like oh he wrote some offensive tweets he, he says he was joking he took them down or whatever right they never they never put the tweets but in other cases i've seen them multiple times put the one or two or five tweets that the person that was in trouble put up yeah so i thought that was a little weird but whatever it's pretty shocking because when you sent me a screenshot of those tweets i was like wow <laughs> yeah and you know it took me because when i read the story like i i said this when it first broke is i really thought he got in trouble for some some stuff he said about the president i'm like oh did he do something stupid like threaten to kill the president right or something like that so you know when i'm reading the articles i'm like well aren't you going to show the tweets because you always show the tweets when this kind of stuff happens yeah and i had to hunt them down that's why i sent you with screenshots of them because i had to go to different places to find these tweets um it took me it took me longer than you would think to find to find them um, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I was taken aback. That's crazy. And yeah. I only think three. I ran a whole bunch more, but the, those three I sent you were like the first three I found. I'm like, they don't get better, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well, interestingly uh, enough, not – well, I'm not going to say they're not supporting James Gunn, but it, it was reported that Chris Evans and Chris Helmsworth uh, unfollowed James Gunn's Twitter account. So maybe right. they, they don't totally well, support him. This is what I saw on um, Twitter because it was reported uh, that Don Cheadle was one of them also. Okay. And Don Cheadle t- tweeted, um, whatever, you got the story wrong or something. And apparently he never followed James Gunn. Okay. So he's like, so he, he, he's not saying, what's, Don Cheadle's saying, I didn't unfollow him. I never followed him. Oh, in the first it's place. It's not like I didn't follow him. Yeah, I didn't. Yes, he's like, don't twist. You know, he's he's he didn't not follow him because of what happened. He just, I don't know that he knew James Gunn that well. He never had to be directed by him or anything. Right. Um, so he was just like, don't don't use my name to try to twist this. Gotcha. And Chris Evans, I, I saw it because I followed Chris Evans. And he retweeted Don Cheadle's, and he said something along the same lines. Mm, I gotcha. 
So they're not saying they don't support him, but they're saying like don't don't use the fact that we never followed him as 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 like we unfollowed him. Right. Look at that. So, okay. Yeah. So and that's just weird too that people are digging into a look that was not being followed by these people anymore. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know. And here's the thing. Um, Chris Pratt is fairly well known for being uh, pretty religious, and uh, he's. He signed the letter. He's back in James Gunn. So, I mean, he obviously knows James Gunn better than we do. Jeez. Um, but you know what? Hmm. How, how does he not support it? I mean, like, if they're all going all in and Chris Pratt doesn't, doesn't, he, doesn't that make him the odd man out? But don't you think he's, of, of anyone that could do it with, with the least amount of peer pressure, would be him because he is the main star of Guardians of the Galaxy? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. When that when this whole story broke out, he he did not respond immediately. Uh, Dave Bautista did like right off right. the bat. He kind of backed him up, and the other cast me- members kind of remained quiet. So right, yeah. So it is. It, it, it is. Curious. I mean, I don't know. They're saying he's he's a different. James Gunn's a different guy. He doesn't. You know, his his mind doesn't go toward that kind of joking or stuff anymore he's changed the fact that you know, you know working on guardians and, and the opportunities dizzy gave him kind of help him change him and, and learn and, be, and grow as a person and you know, i mean they're going from the the the, the back the, the the hypothesis that don't we get to change and grow right and i i totally agree with that because I mean, you judge me by the stupid shit I did and said in my twenties. You know, it's ridiculous. You can't do that because you do change and grow. But but I do. I, I think. They, <laughs> yeah, well, you were there. That's why. Um, <laughs> the issue is this: is they don't. That's not afforded to everybody. Right. And, and I think this is where people are having the people that have a problem with this. I think this is where they're having the problem because they're saying if if you're gonna if if James Gunn can be forgiven, then X Y Z can be forgiven. Right, but they weren't given that opportunity. Right. So you, you use the excuse that oh, it was years ago. Okay. Right. Well, what what if he released it last week and and said well, it was just a joke? I think these people would still be standing by him. I mean, they they get on about his bad judgment for tweeting or whatever, but I think they'd still be standing by him. And and, and this is the slippery slope of all this kind of gotcha culture that we're in right now is that if you're gonna make rules, they have to be like equal across the board right uh, yeah. and, and, and you're not seeing that happen. and it's happening on both sides left sure. right, so yeah yeah whatever i don't okay. know I've seen, right. this is going to a podcast i'm not saying anything you got some trouble <laughs> we love everybody <laughs> everybody yeah right. except little children in, in that way in the james gun kind of way <laughs> oh god that's <laughs> yeah, gonna get me trouble <laughs> No one listens to us. It's all right. Well, it's not like I was a four role <laughs> in Guardians 3. So. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. All right. Uh, you got some movie news on The Incredibles. Holy crap. This movie made a buttload of money. Incredibles 2 crossed the $1 billion mark globally. $1 billion, bro. And you and I both did not see this movie. I know. We see everything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it says here, uh, this is on CBR.com. Pixar officially crossed the $1 billion mark uh, at the box office yesterday, making the third Pixar film to reach that milestone after 2010's Toy Story 3 and Finding Dory 2016. So that is a lot of money and blow my mind. I'll tell you one thing, though. 
like at work, luckily I work with a bunch of people that, that love watching movies. None of them saw that movie either. So I don't know who the heck's watching this thing. <laughs> I guess kids? All the people in China, I guess? I bet is the foreign box office bigger than the uh, domestic? Let me, let me check out. Hmm. We got out. US got 50, 574 million and it made 430 million overseas. So actually more here in, in the States. Really? Uh, yeah. So well, you have a. I mean, I don't have a kid. Is, is this something your daughter wanted to go see, or yeah, I asked her. She has. She had no interest. <laughs> no interest. You know, last week, and you know, I gave her the. We saw Mission Impossible. She loved that movie, um, but no, she has zero interest. Uh, she didn't see the first one. Um, oh, okay. Fourteen years ago, she was just not born. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw the first one. I was like, all right. It was good. I mean, I people love that one, and and they're obviously loving this one. Yeah, a billion dollars. That's amazing. Yeah, I was floored when I geez. a billion. I mean, did I say a million? That's stupid. Yeah, billion, billion, one billion. Man, uh, yeah. Disney is making the money this year. Son Black of Panther, Infinity War, and now Incredibles too. They, they they have to have the top three box office of the year so far. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah Black oh, yeah. Panther. Oh, you know what? Black Panther made more domestically than Infinity War. Really? Yeah, Black Panther made six hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred fifty-six. Okay. I mean, six hundred ninety-nine million nine hundred fifty-six thousand. Avengers made six hundred seventy-seven million. So they made about twenty-two million more. Wow. Yeah, but you know, if, I mean, the domestic was—I mean, the foreign was one point three. Yeah, but Black Panther had that big weekend. Remember that? Yeah, but I mean, uh, foreign numbers for Infinity War were insane. It's at 1.3 billion. Wow. Domestic is only 677. Good. Um, you know what's funny is the total is 2.044. So less than 2.1 billion for Avengers. Remember, we were like, oh, maybe you can reach Titanic's 2.8. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what, man? With the money that Disney's making, you would think they would lower the cost of their freaking theme parks. No, that's how they keep making the money. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend go recently. She was there last week, and she's like, "Yeah, it's like 117 a ticket." That's insane. But dude, you you know you invest in stocks and stuff like that. What would the the board people say if, if someone just go, "Yo, we made so much money with the movies. Let's lower the ticket prices." That's <laughs> so famous <laughs> can afford to go to the freaking theme park. How about that? Mm-hmm. Well, a how about you lower the admission price and raise the, the prices of souvenirs and soda and food? Oh, don't they do that already? Good lord. I, I, I haven't been to a Disney park since 1983. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Epcot opened. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Black Panther's foreign was only $646 million. Okay. So about 700 domestic and then 646 Wonderful. Yeah, so it's pretty worth destroying it. Okay. Off. All right. All right. What else, uh, what else we got? Oh, well, we haven't said it yet, but quick hit. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a prequel to the TV series 24. It's going to uh, detail... 23? Early... <laughs> 18? I don't know. <laughs> um, he's young. Uh, it's going to detail the early life of Super Spy. Um, Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. <laughs> uh, Super Spy Jack Bauer, who once a year has the worst day anyone could ever have. Um... And he kills a lot of people. You ever seen the? Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen the um, the numbers for like for for like twenty fours? Like the entire series, like 
how many days it's going to kill like 500 people. And <laughs> oh my gosh. Like how many people died because I think a nuclear bomb went off in LA at one point. Wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Younger Jack Bauer. It, it goes kind of along with uh, the Jack Ryan Amazon series, which is pre- premiering in a few weeks, uh, which I can't wait to see. That's uh, Jim, not Jim. Dang it. I knew I was going to do that. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Jim. <laughs> uh, is playing Jack Ryan. Uh, Amazon already ordered a second season before the first season premiered, so I'm excited to watch this. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so uh, I know you watched 24 back in the day. Yep. Uh, this pique your interest in the early days? Yeah, sure. I'll give it a shot. I mean, especially if they keep it with the same format, maybe? Where everything happens in the day? Yeah. Oh, no, you couldn't do that, huh? Or you know, what if the whole season was, like, it's 20, it's the order 24 episodes right. each well, that is that's what it was. <laughs> what were you, you going to say? Twenty episodes of each each episode is an hour long. How brilliant is that? <laughs> that's genius in nineteen ninety five. I mean, that's that's the reason. That's the first one. That's the whole premise of the twenty four was how they filmed it, right? So, how do they do? Like, I hope they run the same style with this prequel. Yeah, well, I think the last season they did a twenty four. I don't know if it took place in one day. I think it did. It was like they're, 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 I'm pretty sure they did. I don't know. Well, anyway. All right. Well, cool. When's yeah, that no coming out? Station, we picked this up. I mean, it was, 24 was on Fox. 24 was a big money maker for Fox yeah. back in the day. So maybe Fox would pick it up again. Wait, did they have a release date? Uh, not that I saw. See, now you got me thinking I have to read the articles <laughs> and not just the headlines. Damn it. Well, that'd be All cool. Right. Like I said, it's a cool premise. Yeah, it, yeah. Because it gives that real sense of tension. You know, I only got one day to get stuff done. Right. Well, the thing is, and, and if he's a lot younger, he's not as skilled, you would think. Right. You yeah. Know, so, should right. be interesting. Cold 48. Takes him two days. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rob Layfield, famed comic book quote-unquote artist, this um, <laughs> is Stan Lee and says he's doing great. <laughs> well, yay. Okay. okay. Um, thanks for that, Rob. Uh, yeah, and if uh, you know, we we talked a couple weeks ago about how the lawsuit with Power Entertainment was dropped, and apparently someone had hijacked his Twitter or whatever. And I do follow him on Twitter, and they are much more polished his tweets. But it's not him, right? I don't think it's him. But what they're doing every like maybe once a week is is because he gets asked a lot of questions. Um, they'll they'll do a video of him answering some of the questions from Twitter, and they'll post that on Twitter. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and he I mean he's he's ninety five. He he looks like a ninety five and he's a year old, and he sounds like a ninety five year old. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Glad he's doing better. Yep, Stan the Manly. Yeah, that was getting crazy for a while. Like every it really week, was. every week there was something bizarre going on with him. Yeah, he had a, he's had a rough year since his wife died in December. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So hopefully everything's calmed down for him. Yes, sir. Well, we know he's got people like Rob Layfield looking out for him. Yeah. His butt fly jeans. <laughs> and finally, and last, and certainly not least, Alan. What? What the beep is going on with Movie Phone? Nope. Dang it. Movie Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, did you know MoviePass bought MoviePhone, by the way? Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. 
know where Move has With what money? Exactly. Well, they, they didn't just recently buy it. They bought it a while ago, but I just um, I read about it. Okay, can you please talk about why we're so upset? Well, we we signed a contract with them. You know, we paid X in November. Well, let's go back to last summer. They came out. Uh, I think it used to be fifty dollars a month. You can go see one movie a day for every day. Uh, and I guess they weren't getting the growth they expected, which is actually still a good deal. Fifty dollars a month. How is it a good a deal month? for what? For one movie a day? Oh, one movie a day. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, but they weren't seeing the growth they wanted to see. So they had this genius idea of dropping the price to nine ninety five a month, and that's kind of like when you and I got on on board with it. And uh, after that first. I think I only did it for like two months before they introduced the, hey, for $80, you can get a whole year. Right. So you and I jumped on that. Right. So around November-ish, we paid our $80, and, and we were supposed to be good till this November coming up. Um, and their subscriptions have gone up to over 3 million people. They're expecting, by the end of this year, I don't know why they're expecting this, uh, to get up to 5 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is this: uh, right now, even though they're having all these troubles, it's ten dollars a month. You're not risking anything. You right. get you get to go to one movie before they fold. You're making your money back. Right. So I think that's why people are still subscribing month to month. Um, well, this so, is what happened. We got burned last week, right? Well, we got burned. We got burned a few times because they started making us take pictures of our tickets. I'm okay with that. Okay. All right, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about last week. Well, last week, you and I wanted to watch Mission Impossible. We checked the app. I think initially, the app was down for a little bit, right? And then when it came back up, the movies were listed except Mission Impossible, right? And I think Mm -hmm. the following day, it was there, but it was blacked out. Like, you couldn't buy a ticket. So, I think the story goes is that... uh, we got it. I got an email. Did you get the email? I got an email saying that I got an email like yesterday. Yeah, something like because of their growth, blah blah blah. Um, some big blockbuster, blockbuster movies won't be available to you as a subscriber till two weeks later. And right. I was like, what the hell is that? So that's what. Upset. And it hit us with Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, a great movie. Yeah. So. Right, and Mission Impossible is still blacked out on on the app. You can't. Well, I guess we can't go for two weeks. And they've already said that this weekend, um, Christopher Robin's opening up, and I forgot what the other one was. Um, but they're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to buy tickets opening for two weeks. For that one? Yeah. Oh lord. Yeah. I, well, Christopher Robin's a big movie opening this weekend, I think. So. Um, I think that's why. Um, I think every week they're gonna take the one that is getting the biggest rollout i guess right and you're not gonna be able to go see it so you know if movie phone still exists when avengers 4 comes out movie pass dang it movie pass still exists when avengers 4 come out you know technically we won't be able to use our movie pass for two weeks that's ridiculous so all right are you going to resubscribe with this thing well this is what's going to happen you know our year ends in november are they going to offer another year thing for eighty bucks, or are they just going to ask? Oh, and they're raising. Oh, they're raising the price to fifteen dollars a month too, from nine ninety five. Oh, <laughs> so are we going to go and do that, or uh, AMC's? You know, we do have alternatives now. AMC has one. I think it's called A List. 
And then there's um, an AMC's A-list is pretty good. It's 20 bucks a month. You get three movies a week. And you can see them anytime, no restrictions. You can see all three movies in one day if you want. But you get three movies a week, so about 12 movies a month for 20 bucks. So that's a viable option. Yeah. And then there's Cinemia, which we talked about a few months ago in one of our um, Weekend Geeks. Cinemia, which is has like $10 for two movies a month or something like that. And aren't they associating themselves with like restaurant.com or something to get like right. a meal and Yes, yeah, Cinemia and I think AMC also have no restrictions in regards to two, uh, 3D, IMAX, or... Well, Cinemia, there's an upcharge. Like you buy a different plan if you want to include 3D and IMAX movies. Um, I don't know that AMC is doing that though, uh, but yeah. So they even give you that option, which Movie Pass does not give you. Right. Um, and they are they are one of them is partnering with Restaurants.com, which was Movie Pass's initial idea. Um, but the only thing I get from Movie Pass is that they they help produce movies too. You know those you know, you can get those emails like go see this movie mm-hmm. because they have a stake in those movies. That's why. right. Hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, I don't know. So, what are we predicting on August 1st, 2018? Does MoviePass make it to December 31st? I want to say December. Do you and I get our full year in November out of this thing? I don't know. I think what, what's, what's really burning me is that, you know, when you sign up for a contract, you know, it'd be nice to know that, you know, whatever you signed up for, you should be getting because you signed up with that contract. It just right. it just really irks me that they keep changing the rules every 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 week. It's something new. It's something different, and it's it's against what we initially signed on for. So will they make it for the yeah? Year? We were able. To... Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, and we were able to roll with it. You know, taking the picture, I was fine with that. Right. Um, you know what? Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, charging a little bit more. You know, right. having an upcharge if, if you go at, at heavier times, I was okay with that. But now they're totally blacking out movies for two weeks. Two weeks is insane. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some movies don't make it into the theater for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love I love opening oh. weekend. Dude, we start all of our movie podcasts was with, hey, how was your theater? You know? It's not going to be the same two weeks later. Yeah. Ah. Arr. Yeah, I know. Uh, so it's just... <laughs> Yeah, I would have. I would have even rolled with opening weekend. Like, if we couldn't see Mission Impossible till Monday, I'm like, all right, it sucks, but all right, I'll go Monday. Right. You know. So I don't know. This, Two weeks. This is, do they make it to November? Who knows? Ah, uh, hey, we got to roll this. Way. Who knows? I hope they do because I want my money worth. Yeah. Yeah, we did, but you still feel ripped. That's the funny thing. We definitely saw more than eight dollars worth of movies. <laughs> um. But yeah. I still feel ripped off, and we should. And that's why I don't like when people say, oh, you know, you definitely got your money's worth already. So what? The deal was right. until November, you know? Right. One movie a day. That's what I signed up for. Exactly. So, right. anyway. So, we'll see what happens with, with movie pass. Hit the chain, too. It was a great... Uh, it was a great service. And I still think there, there's a way for them to make money. They just haven't figured it out yet without making all these changes. No, totally. But I their mean, stock... Just think about um, with Movie Pass. Yeah, all right. So you and I, we have Movie Pass, right? But my daughter does it, so I'm paying for her. Movie theaters right. are getting more buzz, you know. So we, I'm paying for my daughter. We're eating double, you know. I eat, she eats versus just me alone. So I mean, we're, we're actually bringing in more business for movie theaters. Yeah, you're and right. you're going to the theater more often. I'm going. I went to a lot more movies this year. Oh heck yeah! Since November, it's I not even close. It's not yeah. even close. And you're buying snacks. Yeah. 
know, and you're bringing people. Yeah. And and Movie Phone has said that to theaters, but for some reason, theaters are not willing to work with with them. Yeah, that's um, stupid. That's I saw numbers like something like 34% of the people that saw oh, I can't remember the movie now. Something like Blockers, that movie that came out a couple of that comedy. Yeah. Like 34% of the people that saw it went through Movie Pass, where only 5% were general audience. Wow. You know, like, yeah, so they're bringing people into the theater. Yeah, because you know you're um, you're encouraging people to watch movies they probably wouldn't have spent the dime on. Exactly. You know, so the hell. It, it, yeah, I don't know what they must have PO'd somebody off um, because they just they just. If, I feel like AMC and Cinemir are having better uh, better luck attracting other. Or making deals with the theaters and like, oh, like yeah. restaurants and stuff right, like that. Right. For whatever, I mean, but their their stock plummeted on Monday um, after this whole Mission Impossible fiasco. Yeah, um, it sounded like twenty eight cents a share. <laughs> it, it was up to like twenty dollars a share or something at one point. Oh, so it's crazy. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. Okay. All right. Well, thus ends quick hits, and thus ends another episode of the week. Woohoo! Okay, this is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, You stay classy, Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> what was that? I'm the city every time. I got you. Alright. I'm just doing the San Diego thing. Oh, peace. I'm just doing the San Diego thing because of uh, San Diego Comic Con. Gotcha.